Welcome to this message from Shofar Christian Church. May you experience God's grace as you listen to this word being preached. All right, let's pray quickly. Oh, Father God, <laughs> thank you, Lord, for to gather together as congregation. Thank you, Father, this morning, Father, and Oh, Lord, thank you that I can really, I just want to come and lay down my words before you this morning, Lord God. Lord, may they honor you and glory you, glorify you this morning, Father. Thank you, Father, for who you are. In Jesus' name, amen. So I want to start with a, a story today. Um, so about when I was still, uh, we had this concert um, every year, it's a five-kilometer race. And so every year I try to run it. And so this particular year, I'm running this race. And I'm running with this one friend. And this one friend sees another friend. And he's like, no, I'm going to challenge that guy. So he leaves me alone. We're like two kilometers into his race. He's running there. And I'm like, okay, bye. And yeah, I'm standing. I'm like, okay, now what should I do now? I can now make two choices. I can either just turn back and not finish the race or just go on my own and maybe see someone else that, that needs accompany, accompaniment. Um, but yeah, so in that situation, I made a choice. I'm already in this race. Let's just do it and get it over the finish line. Hopefully I beat him. I will teach him a lesson. You know, Unfortunately, that didn't. You want to well, I'm fit, but I'm not. Um, but yeah, I'm going to get into the Word today. And so, from Hebrews 12, verse 1 and 2, um, short passage. And I, I know it's, it's quite um, known if, yeah, if you're in a church or have been to church. And it says, since we are surrounded by certain witnesses, let us wait and sin, which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the of our faith, who for the joy for him endured the shame and is seated at the right hand of God. And so it's, it's too, it's too. It's so powerful for me. I'm so excited to actually teach about this this morning. Um, because But it gives many practical tips on how to do a race that is set before us, right? But today I want to introduce you. I know a lot of people say it's, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. But I want to take it a step further and say it's a marathon uh, warrior race hybrid. Does that make sense? Okay. I know there's a lot of people here race before, okay, so if you can just put up a slide there quickly for me about the, the warrior race pick, that one, okay, it looks more or less like that, that's just, a, that's just one pick I could find, alright, so just to give you a quick, uh, how can I put it, yeah, just to give you a quick overview, warrior race is a race that you run 10 kilometers and you've got 40 or no, 25 to 50 obstacles that's, that's here before you. You either crawl through mud or you hang from, from monkey bars or whatever they put in front of you, right? And I don't know why people enjoy this. 
can I just say this? Okay? Like, I've heard of people training for years for this, and I'm like, yeah, that doesn't really interest me. Yeah? Like, uh, you get out of there, now you're full of mud, you're tired, and what's the point? Right? Isn't that how many people, like, is that just me? <laughs> okay? But the thing is, that's the same thing with the, with, with the race we're running for Jesus. Some people are like, I don't even know why I'm in this race. We're like, maybe, maybe I should run the race a little bit and then just see what happens. And if I don't like it, if I hit that first mud pool, I'm out. You can't ruin my nails. I just did them yesterday. Leave them alone. Okay? Right? But the first thing that we see here is that we have to cast off every sin and wait. So if you go do a warrior race, or you go do any race for that sense, do you put on a scuba tank on your back, put weights on your heels, and then you're like, I'm trying to run now. Is that going to help? No, you're going to die. <laughs> okay? I'm going to die. Right? Because we were not made to do that. We can't run a five-kilometer race with all this weight on our backs. So why are we trying to do it in the race of God? Why are we carrying a fence from five years back still with us? Why are we carrying that one person that left me in that five-kilometer race? I'm so mad at him. I'm just going to not forgive him for the next ten years. Why are we doing that? Why are we so happy just putting on our backpack and, uh, here we go, guys. I'm going to take that mud pool now. <laughs> no. <laughs> We're going to die. It's not, it, it, it just doesn't work, right? So the first step, Jesus says, if you want to run this race effectively, come unburdened before me. Come and sit in my presence and say, Lord, I'm mad at his own because she offended me in the week. Again. You know? Lord, I'm mad at that person at work because... I offered to talk to me about Jesus, and he just basically walked away. Why are you sending me to these people? Right? Why are we doing it? Logically, it doesn't make sense. So the first step we have to step into is say, Father God, here I am. I'm bringing my mess. I'm bringing my mess. Why? Why? Because when Jesus died on the cross, he didn't just die for this little bit of sin. He didn't just die for 50% of what you can bring. He took all of your sin, guys. All of it. And he said, I'm taking it upon myself so that you don't have to. So we have to start walking in that promise that says, God, you've taken this sin. I don't have to carry it. I can run this race freely. <laughs> right? And then number two that I want to focus on, and this is the unspoken E word in Christianity. Okay? We only whisper it when no one's looking. It's endurance. It's don't say it too loud. Okay? We don't like that word. Because why? Endurance says this is going to be difficult. This is going to be difficult. And Christianity is not easy. 
We have to sacrifice. We have to walk a road. We have to say, Lord, you, you've seen this pride inside of me. I just want to lay it down now. Oh, Father God, these friends are really bad for me. But I actually quite enjoy just doing whatever we do with them. I actually enjoy it. Why do I have to give them up? Why are you being cruel to me? And the Lord says, but I want to grow you. I want to make you stronger in me. But for that to happen, you have to cast off this sin and cast off this weight. And it's not fun. I remember in grade 12 when God called me for ministry, the first thing he told me, he said, your friends are weighing you down. And I went to him and I said, Lord, if that's really true, take them away. But jokingly, I was like, that will never happen. Next day I walk into school, all chirpy, and my friends just turn their backs on me and walk away. Just walk away. They didn't, to this day, they haven't explained to me why. But then I realized, God says, I'm serious about you. I'm serious about you. I want you to grow in my kingdom. So if that's a sin and a weight that has to fall away, then I'm going to take it away. Right? But we have to endure sometimes. When you're in that, when you're in that, that monkey bar section of the warrior race and you're holding on by your finger points and you're like, Lord, my arms are so tired. And God says, there's something great waiting for you on the other side. Just endure. Just go from monkey bar to monkey bar and get to the other side. Because there's something amazing. There's breakthrough waiting for you. But you have to go through the season to get there. Right? Okay. And then I want to give you a practical tip that it gives us here. Because God's faithful. And he says, when you run this race that's set before you, looking to Jesus. Okay. Revelation moment, right? What do we look at? We look at, okay, this is happening in my life. My work is falling apart. Um, I'm looking at this. Ish. Me and my girlfriend, we are having problems. She doesn't want to talk to me right now. Okay. Church, just wait. Just give me a second. Whoa. I'm not going to come on Sunday. Let me just sort this out quickly. Right? But Jesus says, if you want to run the race, if you want to get through all of the stuff that's in front of you, if you want to endure, there's only one way to do it. You have to fix your eyes on Jesus. We have to refocus. Because we're going to still constantly look at this and be like, oh, what's going on here? What's going on here? And if we stop doing that and say, wow, look at the beautiful sunrise then we're going to have new hope to go through this race. Then we're going to have new joy going through this race. Right? So I want to encourage you guys today, let's fix our eyes on Jesus. If you are serious about this race that we're running, the race that God has set before you, the calling God has placed on your life, if we are serious about it, we have to start fixing our eyes on Jesus. Because if we're going to get entangled in every little thing that's happening around us, we're going to be more stagnant than moving forward. Does that make sense? 
So I want to encourage you guys in that. We have to, if we fix, the thing is, if we fix our eyes on Jesus, it's like reading the Word of God. The more you read, the more you become. Right? And Jesus says, I'm with you in this race. You're never alone. Just fix your eyes on me. I've already run this race. I've already endured. I've died on the cross for your sins. I've done all of this to make the world easier for you, to make this race easier for you. And I've given you the most important thing you'll ever need. I've given you the Word of God. All the practical tips you want, all the guidance, all the hope is in here. But if we don't start reading the Word of God, if we don't start taking this in and letting it bend us, not us bending the Word, the Word bending us, we're never going to finish this race. Does that make sense? Okay. And then the fourth thing. If we read the last part of Scripture, it says, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of God. Okay, whoa, stop. The joy? Jesus hang on the cross and he was like, yay, look at me. Was he like, this is a No. Where did Jesus find his joy? By having eternal focus. He saw it was coming. He saw at the end of this obstacle, I'm going to sit at the right hand of God. He had eternal focus. So a few years back, when, uh, when my, my one aunt in Edenville, she invited me to come watch my young niece run 100 meters. Okay? So I'm like, yes, this is going to be cool. Okay? Let's, let's encourage her. So I'm standing here, I'm encouraging her, and the race is passed, and now the great ones come up, and I'm like, okay, cool. Let's just sit a while longer. So I see all these great ones stepping to the, to the line, and the teachers are like turning them. There's the finish line. Okay, cool. You know, you don't want to run that side. Okay? And they're just making a quick announcement. All go to the finish line. Cool. Right? But I see this one kid, and he's standing there. The teachers don't have to tell him anything. He's just looking forward. I'm like, what is wrong with this kid? Why aren't you like everyone else, like confused and so forth? And then I look to the finish line. I see his mom is standing there with the biggest ice cream I've seen in my life. And she's like, come on. You know? And that kid's first. I got to get that ice cream. These other see me. That, that thing. Right? So he's standing there, and he's like, if that thing shoots, I'm running. And he was first. I'm telling you, that guy gave everything. That little legs moved, but it got that ice cream. Afterwards, I saw him, like, strolling around with his ice cream, just like, yeah, I'm happy, you know? But it's so cool, right? But it's the same thing for us. <laughs> we have to have that focus. When we're running this race, what is waiting for us there at the, on the chair? What is, what is God holding for us? He says, my son, my daughter, if you run, if you focus, if you give me your everything right now, eternal life is waiting. 
Eternal life is waiting for you. You just come. Right? But then you have to make the choice. Lord, am I really in this race? Or am I one of those other kids that I have to be pointed to where we're going? Right? We have to make the, we have to ask the question, are we running this race fully? Are we willing to say, Lord, I don't care if there's a mud pool. I don't care if there's this massive mountain that I have to climb. I don't care because I see the prize. Because the, the biggest thing for us as human beings is we struggle with endurance. When things get tough, we run into the field somewhere and say, whoa, stop. Let's just figure this out. Okay? But God says no. When you see the obstacle coming, when things get tough, you run towards it. You run towards it. Because why? Because I am strengthening you. I'm giving you everything that you need. Okay? In 1 Peter 5 verse 10, I just want to find it quickly for you here. 1 Peter 5 verse 10, it says, And after you suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. If you've suffered for a little while, and I know it doesn't always feel a little while. It doesn't always feel that you're only running for a little while and then God gives you some rest. The amazing thing is you can find rest in the race by sitting at God's feet. Fixing our eyes on Jesus. So I'm going to encourage you guys this morning. Just, it's so simple. But it's so difficult. Let's run this race of endurance. Because one day when we get to heaven and we will hear those words, well done, good and faithful servant. It will be all worth it. Every rejection, every person that spat in your face when you tried to tell them the word of God every person that turned away and said just leave me alone everything that you've endured on earth will be worth it because there is hope in Jesus and I know that some of us are, are sitting here today and saying but is it really I've been going through season for 12 years now and it feels like I'm in a desert but God says, if you've suffered for a little while, He will come and restore. He will come and strengthen. He will come and confirm your identity inside of you. But if we fall out now, if we move away now, we will never get that. So I want to encourage you guys this morning. And the band can come back up. If we can just do that last song again. While we, while we sing this last song and we sing... I will build my life. Let's proclaim it. It's not just another word. It's not just something that is, is, is good to sing. But let's proclaim it. That I will build upon your trust. For you alone are worthy to be praised. Right? So I want to put this altar call out there during worship. If you want to come to the front and just respond to two things. If you feel that you're stagnant in this race and you don't know where to do it anymore. Please come to the front. We want to pray with you.
And the second one, if you don't even know you're running the race and you, you want to restart that race, please come to the front. We really want to pray with you as well. Because it's so important for us to say, Lord, I want to race, run this race fully. I'm not half in, half out. I'm not a little bit here and then looking out what's going on here. I want to run fully for you. So I want to, oh, I'm really trusting that God will come and strengthen, strengthen legs this morning. Give hope this morning. Because that's what he's given to me while I was preparing the scripture. He just said, dear Walt, I'm going to strengthen you. I'm going to confirm you. And I'm really praying that that would be the same for you guys. just want to speak this blessing over us. You're welcome to come forward for prayer um, after I've closed the service. We would really love to pray with you and if you feel that God is still, wants, if you still experience that God wants to do something in your life, don't leave the auditorium without having someone pray with you. If you are struggling, and many of us struggle, it's not a shame <laughs> that you're struggling, uh, that you're not enduring, that you're not spending time with God, that you're not sitting at His feet. It's not a shame if you find it difficult to pray or you feel you're praying against the ceiling. Um, come forward this, this morning and let us pray together. Let's trust God together that He will, that he will open up um, and that you would really come when we are praying, that we would experience Him. But really willing to pray with you this morning, so feel free to come. Yeah, I just want to read number 6, this 24, which says, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Father, we pray that as we go into this week, Lord God, that you will lift up your countenance, Father, towards us and that you will give us peace, God. Not peace as the world gives, God, but peace that surpasses all understanding that comes from your hand, Lord God. In Jesus' name, Lord, we pray to bless us as we go. Thank you, Father. Amen. Thanks for listening to this message from Shofar Joburg. May the grace you receive produce God's greatest glory and your greatest good. For more information and sermons, please visit our website at www.shofar.joburg.com.